It's so good to be sitting across the table from you again. Are you talking to me? Well, you're the only Are one you in the talk- room. Okay. Well, I thought you were talking to the, those those to the, two people out there who listen to us. To the wall behind you. Oh, hey, uh, Happy New Year. Well, same to you. And I'm saying that to all those people who listen to us. Yeah, all two of them. Yes. Anyway, it's, it's a new year, and we are back online after a little hiatus. We took a, we took a nice little break. Yeah. Well, the last two t- Tuesdays, we always record on Tuesdays. Yes. The last two Tuesdays, we were doing other things. What were we doing? What were you doing? Two, two weeks ago, I was having Christmas celebrations. Yeah. Of course, we did a lot of church celebrations together. Sure. And then I was supposed to have a family celebration. My, my sister and her husband and two of their, their offspring were stopping in for, for dinner. <laughs> Is that two of their offspring? Well, you know, I don't want to call them kids because they're, oh, yeah. they're over 30. Right. They were going to stop in for dinner on the way to the airport. Turned out Judy was under the weather, so oh, you that, told, yes. yeah, that, it's a long, long-winded story. The end of the story is this: Father Herb ended up eating a very nice Christmas dinner alone, alone because Judy got sick. <laughs> however, however, it was the thought that counts. I didn't feel too bad because it would have been nice if I had had company. If we if we could do like sound <laughs> cues. Uh, this is where I'd play all by myself or all one is the yeah, <laughs> one is the loneliest number, yeah. you know, but actually I, I put on TV, I turned on TV and yeah. minions was on and that was about as much as my brain could comprehend at that time of the day. Who I, was doesn't t- love I was, the minions? I was, I was exhausted. Well, it was Christmas was a, a great marathon this year. What a, what a tremendous first celebration of Christmas in our new church. We'll but never forget it. It's uh, I, I, yeah, I agree with that, but you know, to do Saturday through Tuesday, uh, it's just Saturday evening, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Monday evening and evening and evening. And then Tuesday morning, it was, yeah. you know what? I, I felt pretty well paced. However, I did too. I was tired when it was over, but I didn't feel exhausted while it was going on. And I love, I love Christmas just because we get to see so many people that have either moved out of town, but their family is still here at the parish or, or whatever it may be. So it was good, but also it just felt very good just to sit back down at my desk and start doing some stuff again. Well, I've been waiting for you to sit down at your desk and do some stuff. Well, I've been working. I just haven't been working sitting From at here. my desk. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have, I have all the masses planned up to last Wednesday. That's, I am, a, I am on the ball. You are really good. Now, this coming Sunday... We are still in Christmas season. Hey, people who have taken down their trees or nativity sets. Have you? No. Oh, I have. I never put my nativity set up. (laughs) Well, actually, I have two or three that I leave up year round. That's nice. They're small ones. But uh, the Christmas tree itself is still up. That's good. We took ours down uh, at the Feast of the Epiphany just because this week... The girl, Audrey, goes back to school, and Claire goes back to school, and, you know, we're, Christmas is still being celebrated okay. in our hearts. And Christmas continues to the baptism of Jesus, which is this week. So yes. think about baptism. Do you know the date of your own baptism? 1985? No, the day. It was a Sunday. I, I have no idea. No, I don't, really, I don't really know. Oh, I know mine. You do? Sure, I do. I looked it up. 1947? 1947. I was born on December 18th. And I was baptized the subsequent Sunday. I was born on a Thursday, so it was the 21st, December 21st. It's a nice day. But those first three days of life as a pagan were tough. <laughs> it just felt so good. That's why they had to Im- rush you to the church. Yeah. To get baptized. No, I have no idea. I know I was baptized at OLPH in South Toledo. That was our parish. Yes. I, that, I don't know Do who. Do people know what OLPH stands for? It's not St. Ulf. It's uh, Our Lady of Perpetual, Perpetual Help. Help. 
Where did that devotion to Mary come from? Not to sideline us. I'm just curious. You, you are trying to sideline me. Get behind me, Satan. Do you I know? No, I don't know. Okay, we'll look that up. I would certainly, I would certainly tell you if I knew. We're going to call the good people at OLPH and... No, <laughs> the good people at St. Google. We, uh, when we were uh, middle schoolers, I used to play CYO. We used to call it Our Lady of Pantyhose, but that was kind of sacrilegious. O-L-P-H, yeah. yeah that, that, <laughs> okay, let's move on. We're moving on. Okay, so we, we're going to celebrate the baptism of the Lord, and in many ways it is the, the fulfillment, the completion of Christmas because Christmas is that God is in our midst and in the baptism Jesus is in the midst with everybody else. He's in the mix. and uh, In the mix. He's in the mix. In because the midst. Both. He's in the midst of the people, but he's in the mix because it's his introduction to the, the adult ministries. Like, this is the beginning of the rest of the, you know, that today's the first day of the rest of your life. Yeah. The baptism is the first day of the rest of Jesus' adult ministry. Sure. And uh, so it takes us from infanthood to adulthood well and even the last couple of weeks you know we went from the infancy narrative the nativity to jesus being lost in the temple back to him being an infant again when the, the that, magi that, that really confused some people who thought it was all supposed to be chronological right. <laughs> it's okay i was following yeah i did okay okay um so baptism i think the the real question to me is not about baptism except the, the very end of the gospel. Let's read the gospel for everybody. Sure, we're in Luke chapter 3. And we're going to be in Luke quite a bit this year, except except the following week. We jump to John's gospel for the wedding at Cana, and mm-hmm. then we go back to Luke for the pretty much the rest of the year. There's some lovely gospel passages coming up. This is a great, great year. But anyway, so Luke chapter 3 Luke 1 and 2 are the infancy stories. Mm-hmm. So we get to start with chapter 3 of Luke. And um, I'm going to read it. May I? Oh, by all means. I have to. You're the boss. I get to be ready to read it on Sunday at Mass. This is good practice. I'll critique you. The people were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water. But one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all the people had been baptized, and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, saying, You are my beloved Son, with you, I am well pleased. Now, Very I, nice job, I know man. in this past year, 2018, your, fa- your father passed. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. No. But so did your father or your mother ever say to you, Michael, you are my beloved son and you I am well pleased? <laughs> no, I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I asked that at Bible study this morning and people said, well, no. Oh, I said, well, did, did it, your parents ever say to you, Hey, good job, or I'm proud of you. Yeah, I, they do to an extent. Yeah. yeah. I remember your parents were both at your senior recital at BGSU. Sure. Definitely and, my dad more than my mom. And if my mom listens to this podcast, which I'm positive she doesn't, I'd Then you are in big trouble. Big trouble. Hey, I, should I talk to her and just say, he didn't really mean it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only two people that listen anyway. Okay, then look at the last. Keep that in mind. You, you are my, 
my son, my daughter, I, and you I'm well pleased. Keep that in mind. And now look at the last line, or one of the first lines of the second reading. Now, just for the people out there, if you're following, there are two options for the first reading yeah. and two options for the second reading, and then the gospel. We're using the second option for the first reading and the second option for the second reading. So the second reading is Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10. Mm -hmm. And it starts off, Peter proceeded to speak to those gathered in the house of Cornelius, saying, in truth, I see that God shows no partiality. Okay, keep that line. Okay. I see that God shows no partiality. And then go back to the one I just read. You are my beloved son. With, with you, I am well pleased. Now, you're a parent. I'm a parent. You are a parent of two girls. I am. Have you ever said to one, well, you're my favorite? No, never. Has either one ever said, why do you like her more than me? Yes, all the time. Do they do that? Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. old enough to do that. Yeah, already, yes. So they think you show partiality. Uh, to the extent that one got, uh, came in one time and but was behind us and said, pretended to be the other one. And we said, why are you pretending to be your sister? And she said, because I thought you'd like me better. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You've got work to do. We got some work to do. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think with siblings, now I didn't have this with my siblings because they're so much older than I am. So I was. And you knew that mom liked both of them more than you. Well, yeah, I was fine with that. Um, but I think siblings just naturally, especially when they're close in age, there is a competition between them. And so, but I will, you know, honestly say, I always tell both of my girls how much I love them and how, and I try to show them equally. And so do. in a sense, you are, when Jesus was baptized, you say to them, you are my beloved daughter with you. I am very well pleased. I've never said that line, but I, I would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they still say, but you like the other one more. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's usually, why did she get the bigger one? Or why do I have to do all the work? Or did I ever tell you about my experiment? I was teaching, this was many years ago. I was still a seminarian. And I was teaching a, a religious class in the summer for kids who needed to be prepared for First Communion. Okay. And they had all, they had all missed for whatever reason. I think most of them were children of migrant workers or something. Okay. And maybe I had 10 kids, eight kids, I'm not sure, but it was break time. So I had clear glass, uh, plastic glass mugs or glasses for them to pour, to pour in. And I had bright red uh, punch. Okay. Kind of like we do after mass? Yes. Okay. And I, I had them all lined up on the table. Every kid was watching me closely and I poured a different amount into every single glass. Yeah. Some were higher and some were very low and a lot of them were in between. Uh-huh. I also told them, I said... And you did this intentionally. I did it intentionally. I said, this is for the break, for your refreshment. There was some snack to go with it. Mm -hmm. And I said, however, you can have more if you consume this. I, didn't, I don't think I used the word consume, but yeah. you know, if you need more. So even knowing that they could have more, as I passed out the glasses, they complained. You know, he got more than I did. Yeah. Or why can't I have that one? This was my house this morning. For, <laughs> for, I mean, so this morning I made breakfast for our, the girls. And uh, I was making avocado toast. So as soon as I gave Emery her avocado toast, she said, why is it so small? And then because Audrey had a bigger piece of toast. 
And I said, well, because you're, you're smaller, you have a smaller belly. She goes, but I'm trying to get bigger. <laughs> and then Audrey came into the room who had the bigger piece of toast and she looked at it and she said, why is it so small? And then, as, then at that moment, I said, you lost it. I did. I said, both of you leave right now. I just made you breakfast and you're both being ungrateful. I said, you both need to just go sit in timeout. Okay. I got to back up. What is avocado toast? You don't know. What, oh, avocado toast. Is, is it to- toast made of avocados? It, it is not. So it's a toast uh, with, you make it like an avocado spread to go on top of it. So just mashed up avocados. I put in some Italian seasoning, salt and pepper. So it's like a, a jelly or a jam? No, it's just kind of like guacamole, but not. Because I don't put in like cilantro and stuff like that. But so toast, mashed up avocado, and then I put some tomatoes on top of it. It's great. That sounds really good. It's I would, lovely. I would just be happy with a bowl of Wheaties. You know what? If you come over and you don't complain about the size of the toast, I will make you some avocado toast. I won't complain because I know better. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say, can I have hers too? But this, this, this happened this morning at my house, and I was angry. I mean, I'll be honest. I was angry because I thought, here, I put all this time in. I wanted to get up and get ready to go so I could get over to get here and get some stuff done. Okay, so back to the question. Do you play favorites? Yeah, you treat them all badly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't think we play favorites. I think sometimes, though, our children, depending on the situation, are not easier to love but maybe easier to like in certain situations. But I think each, each child takes their turn being more likable than the other. Well, there's no question that it's easier to relate to some people, including your own kids. Sure. Different personalities. And you're right, at different times, different occasions, different days, and probably at different times in their lives. Sure. However, I'm trying to keep us on, on target today. You're the one that asked about the avocado toast. <laughs> I, but only because you started talking about the. Okay, I could just see a, a, a slice of avocado in the, in the toaster. Okay. <laughs> That'd be very messy. Okay, so God shows no partiality. And yet, the Father says, when Jesus was baptized, you are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. He doesn't say, though, I'm more pleased with you than all those other people that were just baptized. Right. Well, here, okay, so I'm reflecting on what you just said. I, if, if God shows no partiality, this is what I thought. So when, when Audrey was born, I thought, oh my gosh, I have never loved anyone in the way that I love her, you know? Right. And then when Emery was born, I thought, oh my gosh, I've never loved anyone just as much as I love her and just as much as I love her sister. And it's a totally different type of love. It's not the same type of love that I have for my wife. You know, it's, it's different. Um, and I remember thinking, if, if I as a human am capable of feeling this way about two of my children, I can't imagine how capable God is about feeling 8 billion of us here on earth. Like if we, if we get a glimpse of that as human beings, then God's is expon 8 billion exponentially. Well, I think we have the problem that we, we somehow feel that God loves everybody, but God divides it. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Gee, I got, God loves me. I, I, get, I get one eight billionth of his love. Right. But I guess what, what I'm trying to say is, yes, as a dad, I don't have a favorite child. I don't show partiality, but I am not capable of doing that in the same way, obviously, God is, because I am a, a mere human being. Now, here's, here's the interesting thing. The context for this in Acts of the Apostles is Peter is talking to Cornelius. Oh, good old Cornelius. Remember Cornelius? Yeah, we went out and had a beer last Friday. Okay, I'm going to throw one 
pop culture question at you. Uh-oh, I don't do trivia. In what movie is one of the main characters Cornelius? I have no idea. Oh, trivia is coming up next week. Yeah. I hope that's one of the questions. <laughs> do you know? Sure I do. What is it? You really want to know? I, well, Be- because can... it has a lot to do with this. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the original. The original Planet of the Apes. Oh, is I don't the know chim- if I've ever the seen chimpanzee. It. So again, it's like crossing over lines between Cornelius and whoever Charlton Heston was. I don't remember his name. Uh, it wasn't Peter. No, no. <laughs> but 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 see, here it is with Peter and Cornelius. The conversation: different nationalities, different backgrounds, different religions, sure. and God plays no partiality. Mm. Can we? You know, if you can cross over from chimpanzees to humans and humans to chimpanzees, and if you can cross over from from Romans to to Jews, Hebrews, mm-hmm. um, and God doesn't play partiality. How dare people play partiality? And it's all over our it's culture. It's all over the place these days. It's, and maybe sometimes uh, we call partiality polarization. It could be religious. It could be political. It could be racial. It could be anything. I, th- I think a whole lot of it is fear. We're, and that's not brand new. That's been around forever. Fear of somebody who's different. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... You know, I love it when, when little kids don't know that somebody's different. Yeah, it like it means nothing. It, they just see a person. Yeah. So, so Jesus was baptized, and then the voice comes. This is my beloved son. With you, I love that it goes. It's it's a it's in this passage. It is second person. You are my beloved son. Mm-hmm. It's not like God is talking to someone else. Hey, by the way. See that guy? He's my beloved son. There's says, another version are... of this that says, this is my beloved Correct. son. Correct. That's what I said. But in Luke's, it's very personal. Yeah. You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. But this is the amazing thing. He didn't do anything yet. <laughs> That's a pretty good day. Yeah. I mean, it's God's love is based on God's love. Yeah. It's not on our accomplishments. It also shows the intimacy of the relationship between Jesus and God as father. Yeah, but totally. Yeah. It's the, the unity is very well established. This is the very Trinitarian image because the Holy spirit's present in the form of the dove. Yeah. It's a Trinitarian image, but it's, it's all the, the Trinity is basically love in action. It is the ultimate community, a community of one. Mm -hmm. However, it's not based on, I love you because you've accomplished something. You talk about your daughters. You don't say, oh, you finished eating the avocado toast, so I love you. No, I wouldn't, no. You love them even if they bicker about the avocado toast. Well, I mean. So you sent them to school without any food this morning? No, they 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 eventually time out, and then they came back and apologized genuinely, and then we sat and had breakfast. Okay, what did you eat? I had avocado toast as well, and, a, and I made a smoothie. We had a smoothie. Okay, Do you want to come over for breakfast tomorrow? You sound hungry. <laughs> Are you salivating? Well, I haven't eaten lunch yet. Oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> so, so no, but you know, it's when you true when there when it, people are in family or community. I think love love is a word that a lot of people throw around, and I think we could spend some time talking about what really is love and what different types of love that um, that people have. Um, but I think, you know, whenever I think about people here at the church, I would say, I love this community. I love this church. Obviously, I don't love them in the same way that I love my wife. Uh, and obviously, I don't love my wife in the same way 
uh, that I love my children. And I, you know, it's, it's all different types of love. I think that God gives us, but it's something but, that, but God is love. That's the reading for Tuesday's mass. God, God first loved us. Yeah. And it all starts with God. God loves. You could stop the sentence right there. Should we just end the podcast? No, no. <laughs> but because God loves, we are all favorites. Mm. And can you imagine? I think it'd be so cool. I, I'd probably run for my life. But what if I baptized a child at mass? Yeah. And after I poured the water on the child, the roof of our new church suddenly was ripped open. I'd and, cry a little. And, and a voice came down and said, this is my beloved child. What would you do? I'd, I'd play I Send You Out on a mission of love. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, say it, you'd play it real fast so you could get out and of there. Then I'd get out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, no, it would, it would be an incredible moment. It would be an incredible moment. But, but in, we have to believe that is what is happening. I was going to say that. It, it's Even though we don't literally hear the voice and the heavens open up, that each time that we receive someone into the church, whether it's adult or child through baptism, that God, we are claiming that person, that God is claiming that person as a beloved son or daughter. I was reading one of the commentaries about this gospel that gave me a wonderful image. John was in the river, probably you know, standing there up to his knees, maybe up to his waist, maybe even deeper. Mm -hmm. And people would come to him one at a time and he would baptize them. And he might ask them, have you repented? And then he would dunk them under the water. Yeah. It was not three times. It was not Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And Jesus was waiting in line with everybody else. The sinless was waiting with the sinners. Mm. That is incarnation. That's why this is really part of Christmas. Yep. He is one with us. And what a beautiful way to end this Christmas season. Yes. So go out and baptize. Well, that's your job. I'm going, I am going to baptize. Good. I will be here to joyfully celebrate along your side. I'll send you out. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.